0: Good afternoon, everyone. It is Wednesday, May 10th, 2017, and this is episode 10, the most holy episode of the Dry Spell radio show. My name is Matt, and I wanna welcome you to the following hour of holy words coming into your ears. Austin is here as well. Hey, how's it going? So, those of you who uh, listen to us consistently, Uh, Thank you, first of all. We appreciate it. But you also may notice it probably sounds different. Probably very different. Yeah. And you may be asking yourself, why does it sound different? And the answer is because the radio station on which we normally are, um, as you probably have realized, is shut down for the month. So... We had to improvise. Yeah, so we're kind of punting right here. Um, so I am now recording on a small mobile recorder, which is a good thing. Like this is something I needed to get done. Um, and we needed to try out at some point, but we're also recording, uh, in a church. That's the, the holy episode. Yes. That's why this is the most holy of all episodes.
1: And it is 10, 10. Oh my 10. God! It is May 10th. Mind, I can't love. believe we've already made ten episodes. That's what's crazy.
0: I don't know. It feels like more, maybe. But I don't know. It's just like weird that we're like still, we're still actually doing this. Yeah, because usually people quit at times. Like we're like, eh, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I don't know. I feel more committed than anything I ever have in my life. We are
1: dedicated. For you, listeners. Oh, yeah. All. Right. It's hand, all about you. A handful of you guys. And
0: beyond the new recording setup and being in a church, um, I didn't get coffee. Mm. So I don't know what I'm going to do. It's not good. No, it's really not. And my back's kind of screwed up. Now it just sounds like I'm whining. A little bit. That's
1: okay. I was about to wind here in just a little bit, so oh good, I can't wait yeah. um, and we're gonna be in the church for what, two more, <laughs> well, maybe uh, weeks. I'm not sure when the studio opens again i I think in
0: I think in June, yeah. but we'll see how often they let us in here <laughs> to do this. It's just once a week, so hopefully we can just do it, yeah, hopefully um yeah the semester uh the school semester's over yes uh i passed all my classes which is shocking actually it really is uh there was that one um that i'm amazed to be honest but it's okay because it happened (laughs) that's good i'm glad you passed because i turned the midterm project took the midterm test turned to my final project and all my assignments in the final week of classes
1: (laughs) and somehow he still passed. I really do not know how he managed to do that. I, but no, no clue. Oh, well college
0: college. Um, it, it reminds me of stories I've heard, uh, Dan Reichert, a former game Informer fame and now works at giant bomb. Uh, he, he has a film studies degree And he has some real good stories about how he, like, wouldn't go to class and then at the end of the semester would make a deal with his professor to turn in one project and pass the class and stuff. Uh, And so that's kind of of what I want to do with my life. Little amount of effort as possible, but still get a degree. Again. Right. I guess you put a lot of effort in your first degree, so... I did. Yeah, this is my... This is my... I'm taking it seriously, but... You
1: don't want to work too hard. Right. There you go. Perfect. Unlike me over here, who was busting my ass. That's okay. I got a 3.7 GPA this semester, so that works for me.
0: Yes. I I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's it's higher than mine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but anyways, so we're here. Uh it feels really weird to be honest. Uh first of all, I can see Austin. You're not you're you're not like to the side of me.
1: Yeah, we're staring right at each other, which
0: it it, it feels real weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Hi there.
1: Um Um, I can hear kids through the walls. I th- they're downstairs okay to the floor yeah so that's a little weird it's not soundproof in here and it's very echoey yeah so it's something we'll have to get used to but
0: yeah it'll be okay i guess um we'll make it work it'll be okay for now until we have a ton of listeners can sell ads and buy a studio perfect right that's that's the dream spend hundreds of dollars on equipment Hundreds, you're talking thousands. <laughs> I spent like $500 on equipment yesterday. Yeah, for like three things. Yeah, this stuff's expensive. So, um, let's let's go ahead and talk about video games. I guess that works. Um, have you played anything? I haven't
1: played anything new. I don't know, it's just... I don't really have money right now. And reasons for this is uh my car broke down this last weekend. Oh yeah. And uh it was not a pleasant pleasant experience. I now need to get a new engine for my car. So that's going to be very pricey.
0: $7,000? Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: which so to be fair, like Austin drives a fairly nice car. I mean, it's older, but yeah. it's it's like a pretty nice car. Um, and so y- y- you said it would be cheaper <laughs> to get to a b- new engine, get a new
1: engine than to buy a car. That's comparable. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, cause a comparable car would be at least, you know, 10 to $12,000 versus seven grand. But cause like my sister got a Honda civic for like 10 grand or whatever. And it's just, it's still not as nice as what I was driving. So
0: <laughs> And here I am in my Beat up 15-year-old Xterra. That's fine. 200,000 miles on it.
1: Yeah, so I look forward to that. I think parents will help me out a little bit on that one. So. Mm, of course they will. Yeah. Of course they will. Because I'm a poor college kid that does a radio show in a church room. So <laughs>
0: kind, of, And we're kind of like, almost nobody knows that we're here right now. So like, someone could just walk in this room at any time. He's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, nobody uses this room. It's true. Um, other than the one person I asked if we could use this. And I know the other people in the church aren't going to listen <laughs> to this. So
1: Perfect. Yeah, we're all good. We're so, yeah. totally covered. I haven't really played anything. The only thing I've really played was just Grand Theft Auto Online. I'm addicted again. And then yesterday they announced that like all the heists are now double money and experience, which is what we always do in the game anyway. So I stayed up really, really late last night heisting. Yeah. I made over $2 million in the game in one day, which is like really hard to do. So that was fun. That sounds fun. You should definitely get this game soon.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's
1: it's what, like three years old now? <laughs> Uh it came out in like twenty thirteen or fourteen on PS3. So it's like three or four years old. I guess that is that now.
0: Um I just don't know. Like, so here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna buy this game to play it with you guys and and then you're gonna stop playing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can't say for sure because but it's one of those games we always get back to, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you probably I mean, find I've,
0: it. I'd be. I'm interested to play it.
1: And now it'd be a good time because we could get you a lot of money real quick. When
0: when are they going to come out with the new GTA though? I mean, they haven't. They haven't announced anything.
1: No, they're focused on Red Dead right now, which comes out at the end of this year. Yes. So. Um, uh- so I don't know. Um so yeah, I all their focus is going to be on Red Dead and that's going to be supported probably just as long as this game is being supported so several years. I doubt we're going to see another Grand Theft Auto game before 2020. Honestly. So there's
0: definitely piano playing <laughs> in the room next to us and I I can't tell. I have headphones on but I can't tell if they're going to if it's going to come through in the recording if not maybe i should go back and add some, some piano sounds just soothing sounds
1: over <laughs> our voices yes so for me yeah what if i mean i guess you've still been playing the same game but yeah uh
0: i just can't stop playing player unknown's battlegrounds man that game's just real good and so after our show you, last week you came over yeah and played it a little bit. Um, it was,
1: I think, what, two rounds, I think is what I did? Yeah, something Maybe like Maybe just, just one, I don't remember. It was so much fun. I really wish I had, like, a computer that could play this game because I would buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah, it's really that good. And so, you
0: were up late last night heisting. Like, I was, I went to bed at, like, three. That's about when I went to bed, so. Um, Because I was playing this gum game. Quality. We are dedicated to our gaming <laughs> <laughs> Career. (laughs) Right. Um, This game's really good. And I just keep on having really stupid, fun things that happen to me. So I had a match at some point the other week or recently that was going perfect for me. Um, I landed in this area that nobody was. And I went in and... I, like, the building I went into had everything I could ever wanted. It had a helmet. It had a police vest. It had a backpack. It had bandages. It had guns, like, every gun. Like, I had pistols, rifles, shotgun. Um, It had melee weapons. We're talking everything I could ask for out of this game. And I proceeded for the next half an hour to see almost nobody. Nobody and so similar to my first experience yeah and so i was running through this field and i heard it like and i was like i was prone and i hear at the last moment a car and it ran me over and that's not the only time i've been ran over in this game and did you see no one else the entire game no. Yeah. I, I like, mean, so I, I guess I did see some people earlier in the map, but they mm-hmm. were too far away. I decided yeah. it wasn't worth it
1: for me to go try to kill them. Yeah. So that was my experience with the, the game. I, I dropped in a spot where no one was. I actually got a lot of good gear and just like Matt would just describe, like he was actually amazed that I got so much gear on my first he's like, You were so lucky to get all this stuff.
0: Yeah, because I've played rounds where I literally
1: get a pistol. Mm-hmm.
0: Like twenty minutes in,
1: and like little, like I literally dropped like this little two three house complex. Got you know mini Uzi pistol, shotgun, like armor bandages. So I was I was pretty set. Matt's little probably a little salty there, but and I kind of just slowly stayed to the outside of the game and didn't see anyone the entire time. But I feel like I was never like. My heart was always racing, I guess is what you said. Yeah. That game is so intense. It's and real intense. I made, what was it, f- top 30, which yeah. you were
0: amazed at. And Yeah, so the, the one I got ran over, the story I just told, I think I got
1: 18th in. Yeah, out of 100, so it's pretty intense.
0: Yeah, and uh, I don't know. So there, there's a couple of ways to exploit the game that I think they're trying to fix, and so I'm wondering how many people that kill me are doing this. So, like, you can turn foliage off. Oh. Uh, which means anybody hiding in grass, you can see. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, and so I think they're trying to fix it so that like stuff like that isn't
1: a thing. That's probably how that sniper saw me then when I played. Maybe or, I, was, I was crouching in like you know corn or something, and then I just got sniped in the head and yeah, and I mean it was I th- game over. I like to
0: think that most people are probably not doing that, but there's always the possibility.
1: So, and maybe they don't have a enough computer, so they turn off all that extra stuff so they can run better, right, and then well, gone. and that's
0: the point of it being in there, yeah, and then there's me running it on ultra, um so when people crouch in grass, it's like they disappear, they are gone, so I don't know it's I think it's really cool. I'm interested to see how they make this interesting uh, over the course of the next.
1: So it's still the in the next access, year, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's when in is, is it ex?
0: supposed to like actually be like, officially? Uh, the, uh, nobody knows. So there's no date yet. No. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do to the game. Uh, I mean, there's still a lot of bugs. There's still a lot of things that can happen to you, like spawning where you can't see buildings mm-hmm. and stuff like
1: that. Uh, and just crazy stuff. But, i i'm interested what's, what's sad is this early access game plays better than a lot of finished as i say finished in quotes games that come out which is kind of sad yeah so so um <laughs>
0: there's now singing coming through the yeah. wall yeah i mean that's that's the downside of being in a church is this is bound to happen yep That's uh, okay. we'll see how much of it actually bleeds through in the recording
1: uh, not t- but
0: there's much. probably some, I'm sure. Okay. Otherwise, Wiz Khalifa's Weed Farm. Uh, so I got, I got far enough in the game that I started unlocking other strains, and so the way they do this is so you have to like so there's, you have a nine plot farm at any given time. Once you hit your ninth plot, which is ridiculously expensive, uh, you are and you are able to unlock other strains through jars. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a loot system. You open the jar and you get like a piece of this strain. Oh,
1: and you got to get like all the pieces together. Yeah.
0: And so like each strain has four pieces and you get like repeats and stuff like that. But... I got. I was like, I started getting these like new strains and growing them, and so at at the like at a certain point, you get to a, like you can't do anything with it. There's just so much. It costs so much to do little basic things, so you basically sell all of your weed crops, and it gives you more money. It gives you like money that's not the co- in coin currency. I don't know. It's real weird. But uh,
1: so, are you saying you kind of hit your limit of this? No. Game or you can oh steal? no! Okay. It just
0: keeps getting bigger. Oh man! Um, and so, as you get more stockpiled money, it it does like you can buy different upgrades and stuff. I don't know. It's real dumb but I keep playing it for some god and reason. I just don't understand it. I know you don't,
1: but that's okay. Says the guy who plays Pokemon Go still, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's my Pokemon Go. I guess. Uh, it, I mean, obviously very different, but instead of catching Pokemon, you're catching You're growing weed. some dank
1: kush, homie. Yes.
0: <laughs> um... So beyond that, uh, that's kind of it. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back. back uh we're gonna go ahead and get into some video game news again we are not in a soundproof room uh so there will be piano playing there will probably be singing you may even hear the mowing outside uh this part of i guess not having a studio so if you would like to invest let us know um so let's just go ahead and get started uh do you want to talk
1: about Assassin's Creed? Yeah. So uh an image got leaked of the alleged new Assassin's Creed game that Ubisoft has not uh said it wasn't the new game, I guess. So it looked like as from the image you are in ancient Egypt, which is way back before any Assassin's Creed Creed has ever taken place, I guess that makes sense. The whole origin thing, yeah. So Assassin's Creed Origin is what the image said, or the t- or the tag that was tied with the image. That I don't know who where it got leaked from, but probably somewhere across overseas is usually what it is. An image got leaked of uh, you with like an old like a shield on, and sword on your back and sailing, I guess, on the the Nile River. In ancient Egypt, which I think is actually super cool, that's what they need to do for Assassin's Creed because I feel like they're getting too close to present day, where it's like running around with the hidden blade isn't viable anymore because people have guns. Right. Well, and so uh, the revolutionary one, uh, Assassin's uh, Creed Three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had guns there. It that was different. I know, like three and four, like it was like the flintlock pistol. I don't know. It was I. It worked. I actually really enjoyed Assassin's Creed Three. You know, people a lot gave that one a lot of crap, but actually, honestly, like, if you like go back and like think about this game, like this really ha- was like the Assassin's Creed game that like had it all. Okay. And I mean, I haven't played it in Assassin's Creed since two. I think I stopped at Black Flag, so I missed out on was a Unity and. uh Syndicate, which they just didn't appeal to me. No, especially especially Syndicate that just looked like. Mm. I thought about Unity, but then I had all of its glitches when it came out, and I just kind of just said no.
0: I remember around the time I guess we were in that site class together mm-hmm. um, before we knew it. Uh, our professor had said something about how her husband was playing Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, and I I'm from the
1: back row yelled. That game sucks. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that. <laughs> this, but I think this was prior to us actually knowing each yeah. other, probably. Uh, I'm excited to see a new Assassin's Creed game because they did vow, what was it, last year that they would stop releasing one every year. Think goodness. Or at goodness. least they were going to take a break, which they yeah, did. which they did because they didn't release one last year, which is the first time they haven't released Assassin's Creed game in several years Mm -hmm. because it was like every year is a new one so and i mean i guess they did just release the Ezio collection not too long ago yeah so that was their kind of thing like here's to hold you over which i thought about getting but yeah i I think if i was going to get an assassin's creed it would probably be something like that but i put so much time into brotherhood and revelations that i don't i didn't really think i needed it because i've i beat those games to death but I'm really looking forward to a new Assassin's Creed game. Hopefully, you know, change up quite a bit because that was just the one thing that was kind of getting old. Was like it was just the same game, just reskinned over and over and over again. It's kind of just for me, who I was been a fan since the original one, I I got burnt out. So
0: I and for me, I, I really want to finish two. I never got to finish it.
1: See that that's probably the best one. Two and I would say Brotherhood are the best. Because Brotherhood just pretty much directly is a continuation of 2.
0: Yeah. So 2. Yeah. That was, uh, I remember when I first came to college, that was, I was playing that a lot. Mm -hmm. I would play that in my dorm room. And then I I just never finished it. And it's kind of like Mass Effect 2 for me. Oh, and then... Uh, I, remember, I know yeah this story so here. this is uh, this is the one I had a girlfriend at the time and we we ended up moving in together. well, my Xbox kind of took a dump like it like it died and so there Dell was running a deal at the time where if you bought a laptop, you got a three Xbox 360 and so my girlfriend bought a laptop so that we could get another 360 and of course i was the only one who ever played it because i was the one who played video games so i transferred all my saves and stuff to that console um including my assassin's creed 2 save well uh a little while down the road uh we broke up and she took the xbox with her Along with 75% of the house. Uh, whatever. We'll not get into that. But uh, some hard times in the life of Matt Crane. <laughs> all I wanted was that stupid Xbox.
1: <laughs> you didn't care about anything else. And the cat.
0: And but. the cat. I like the cat. But she took the, the that save. And all I wanted. And, like, I remember, like, I texted her at some point afterwards, like, can I come over and get my saves? And she wiped the hard drive. And there went my Assassin's Creed 2 save. It's a heartbreaker. It is. Uh, someday I want to go and play that game. It's a good one. I I recommend it.
1: So I want to finish it. I think I was really close to the end too. So Good news on the Assassin's Creed front. Hopefully they deliver. I would be interested because, I mean, ancient Egypt, That's could be any, honestly... B.C. to Biblical times. So, that's a lot... There's a huge window of uh, time there. Because I think the early... I mean, the first Assassin's Creed was set during the Crusades, which is, you know, 1100. So, this is way before... I really wanted to see something here. Maybe something during the Roman Empire, which is, you know, about that same time. I think it'd be a really, really, like, interesting twist. Because I know, like, in Assassin's Creed, I... It was but brotherhood. You go to ancient, at that time, it's already ancient Rome, being, you know, 1400, 1500. So, it'd be interesting to see, like, Rome in its heyday. I think it'd be kind of cool. But Yeah, that would be cool. But Egypt's cool, cool things. We don't get much Egypt. And Egypt's actually got some really... Uh, dank history. As you sure. some <laughs> dank history. It's actually super interesting. I remember, actually, I did take a Western Civ class, and my teacher actually went pretty... Deep into ancient Egypt, and it's super cool stuff. So hopefully, we get some more, um, you know, history out of that because I feel like that's one thing that Assassin's Creed actually does do pretty well is like a mini history lesson as you're playing.
0: Yeah, I, I. That's something cool about that series when it's being done correctly.
1: Like it's even to the point where my parents, like back when I was in high school, would play it on you know our family TV. My parents would come and just watch. And like, oh, this is super. Actually, super cool. Yeah. As much as my parents deny house, like video games, they actually will sit and just watch me play video games. My dad, I think, watched me play half of Red Dead Redemption. And my mom, like, when I was playing Last of Us at the very the ending, I could I heard her in the, like gasp in the kitchen, like <gasps> like she was just watching the entire time. Like, is that really how the game ends? So, <laughs> shout out to my parents who will deny it, but I think they kind of enjoy watching me play video games yeah i can't say the same okay so well let's move on yeah so i saw this yesterday which made me really really happy uh the new need for speed game which i don't have heard anything else other than this about a new need for speed game um will not be an always online game which that makes me so happy because i bought i guess the last one i guess they had that re the reboot a couple of years ago i didn't buy it no the last one i had which wasn't always an online game but the last one i got was what need for speed rivals and i really enjoyed it except the fact when you had no internet you couldn't play it and it's a racing game which is kind of weird and when you're just driving around random other players in your server will just come crashing into you and just ruin all your races. So, I really want this Need for Speed game to harken back to the old Need for Speed games. Which is weird. I don't I it's kind of weird how we live in that time where like we compare these brand new games to like the PS2 versions and we still like the PS2 version better because <laughs> I Need for Speed Underground 2 was probably one of my favorite games, a racing game I've ever played. And I don't know. Yeah, and so but how much of that is nostalgia? It is nostalgia, but, like, the fact, I mean, I just think about, it, like, they had a lot of different styles of races, a lot of different cars you could have, a lot of customizations you could do, and when I got Rivals, it was, like, none of that. Like, it's like, well, here's, like, ten cars you can choose from, you know, here's your outlaw cars or your police cars, and here's, like, the limited modifications you can do on them. It was really disappointing, actually, considering we live in, like, now we're, like, technologies take, like got to the point where, like, you can have so many different options to choose from, and they don't give you any options to choose from. Like, Grand Theft Auto has a better cartooning system than Need for Speed did. And that's kind of just a weird thing, because Grand Theft Auto is not really a racing game, which actually kind of has become a racing game, because I race on there all the time. Yeah. But so i even even watch dogs had racing yeah i'm i'm a huge racing game fan and i'm really looking for i know uh gran turismo sport having their closed beta right now didn't get an invite for that unfortunately yeah um but from what i've heard the game that game is absolutely terrific so i'm really looking for hopefully we can see that you know maybe we'll see something e3 this year for that but i kind of want to see you know more news on it because i love gran turismo games so yeah i i've never been huge into
0: racing games i think the only racing game i've really ever had that i invested time into was a forza game it was bundled with the xbox i got Mm -hmm. um, back in the day and that was basically it like there were some computer games and stuff did you ever have a racing wheel no see i want if if i'm gonna invest in a racing game i want a wheel I never got that
1: serious because I didn't want to spend another five hundred dollars right. on a racing wheel. But I and feel like that time, that's the only that way. At that time, when I was playing games, it was, I didn't want my parents to spend another five hundred dollars. Right. I feel like that's the only real good way to play a racing game. I mean, probably,
0: but I, f- I don't know. It's just, when I go to arcades and stuff, I tend to spend a lot of time. Seeing that, I
1: think that's going to be. Uh, if VR, you know, kept stepping up the game, I can imagine you know doing the with the wheel with a VR headset. That would be super. Cool and really, yeah. and if it's done properly, be really well. I I mean. Well,
0: we had that. Wasn't it a Drive Club that came out with a VR
1: game? Yeah, so. and I played it when I did my VR yeah. thing. I just did like the little demo, and it was definitely the, me, the most favorite thing I did on that with the VR was doing the Drive Club, which is funny because that game sucks real bad. It does actually. I for as a racing game, it's awful. It's too much it's too i mean so the arcade thing's fine but like the cars don't handle the way they should and Mm -hmm. it's like the second rain starts hitting the course you were literally just spinning every direction (laughs) and you're the only one like everyone else like the computers are driving just fine so it really really was infuriating and that's why i stopped playing it good thing it was free yeah for yeah (laughs) but speaking of cars car racing games and you brought up forza Oh, I guess you you put that in there. Well, this is just stupid. Uh, Forza 3
0: has a Hot Wheels expansion that came out uh, today or yesterday or something. Uh, So you can drive Hot Wheels. And I I put this on this list
1: just because I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. But now it's funny because it's kind of relevant to what we're talking about. Right. Perfect.
0: Uh, But yeah, it's, it's, I want to be a little kid again. I'm okay with that. I don't own a Forza game though, so no. I mean, I don't own it, but I just thought it was kind of funny, so yeah, I threw funny. it on this list.
1: Perfect, because there's not really much to talk about, unfortunately. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, this is um, the awkward time of the year when there's not too. much It time. is an awkward time. We're, I mean, we're revving up to E3, which is in probably about a month a now, month, a month and a little bit,
1: which is just crazy. Did they they put dates out for that right already? I mean, yeah. imagine. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's, yeah, the 12th.
0: Uh-huh. So we're about a month away, uh, which is just insane. But uh, how about, let's talk about uh, UFC.
1: Yeah, so EA Sports announced uh, UFC 3 is coming in early 2018. I've never played a UFC game, but actually, from what I've heard, people really, really like them. From what I hear, they're actually the best sports game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is crazy. Yeah, and it, like, it goes to like, and I think you know people say the hockey is almost as good too, which I never mm. played a hockey game. Yeah, but yeah, not know these games obviously still have a following, so they still release new ones. And yeah, yeah, that's all there. So is, early twenty eighteen, if for all you UFC fans out there, yeah, UFC game fans,
0: um, Quake Champions, open beta May twelfth. Uh, I've been playing the closed beta and I was on that, that list. Uh, so I'm excited to see the open beta. I can't really talk about the game per se yet. Uh, but I mean, just, you can watch videos, their trailers and stuff. It's, it's quake. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting seeing how they approach the free to play aspect. Mm -hmm. And, how much it's actually going to cost to get past that point and how much it's actually going to benefit you. But I'm excited for this open beta. Uh, we need a good Quake game in our lives. Well, so, it's, been, it's been several years. When was the last one? Oh, man, it's been a long time. Yeah. We're talking like a decade. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, but it's I, been I, a long I time. I think you So, yeah, that's Quake. Uh, one more, uh, before we go to break, uh, Kinseed was announced, I think today, this game, it's from the former, it's from former Lionhead employees, uh, employees that worked on the Fable series, so Kinseed, it, it's a 2D RPG, you farm, you can collect livestock, manage a tavern, stuff like that, it looks a l- awful lot like Stardew Valley, and, it should be interesting. I mean, if you think about like what Fable is known for, it's kind of that whole choice based character interaction. And they said in this that uh, the choices and the character encounters will affect you later in the game. It's not like the the day ends and they totally forget it. Like it will like it will change the way the game goes. Um, and there's actually a free prototype available right now. Uh, on their kickstarter page because this was a kickstarted game but you can go i i haven't checked it out i want to because i like if it's like Stardew valley i mean i liked that game a lot and if this is similar then i think i'll enjoy it
1: is it only on pc or is it consoles as well. i
0: don't know i'm assuming only
1: pc for okay. right now that's what i'd imagine so
0: yeah uh i mean like if you look at Stardew valley it was an indie game that started on pc and then got ported over to consoles so just pretty recently though right yeah, yeah. i mean within the last month
1: or two i remember talking about it on the show so yeah
0: so we'll see i i want to check it out because it looked pretty cool they have a like three and a half four minute trailer online right now and i watched it it looks pretty neat i like the art style a lot it's kind of this almost kind of surrealist uh maybe not surrealist but expressionist kind of art painted art style and it looks interesting so i'm gonna check that out we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take another break Mass Effect Andromeda. More news. More news. Uh, So the EA CEO, Andrew Wilson, came out and said, quote, Mass Effect is an interesting title. It was in development for a really long time and represented a lot of the great things that BioWare is known for. Story, size, depth, breadth, imagination. And while overall the aggregate review scores were lower than we would have liked, we did have over 100 reviewers score the game at 80 or higher. So it represents a fan base that's very passionate, that's looking for very particular things, and many players found exactly what they're looking for, and some players did not. And you are one that did not. Yeah, I hated the game, but... There's, there's a couple things about this quote that I want to break down that I think is really bizarre. First of all, he says these things like that Bioware is known for. Story, size. Uh, so, okay, size is good. But the story was terrible. Yeah. Um, the depth was not there. Um, I don't even know what he means by breadth. And imagination there was no imagination it was literally the previous games that they put in another universe literally another universe mm-hmm. uh there it wasn't like there was this brand new bunch of just these crazy new characters like there were new enemies and stuff but all of the
1: it was just it was it felt so half-assed which is kind of a bummer, and it makes me think because it wasn't the same Bioware studio that did the original Mass Effect series. It was a new one. Is that what like Bioware Montreal? I have no idea. I could be wrong, but it's not. It wasn't the original that did the original series. So it makes me wonder if they were just trying to play it safer because they. Were, I don't know. They were new know. to this. I, I don't, don't know, know
0: if it was necessarily that. I just don't think they succeeded in what they were trying to do. But the the big part of this quote that like kind of bugs me is that overall the aggregate review scores were lower than we would have liked. We did have one hundred reviewers score the game at eighty or higher. This is taking this is taking uh, critical scores into account for the how well you created a game or created something. And that should never be used. It's the argument against Metacritic. Mm -hmm. uh, And saying that, sure, all of these scores make it lower. Well, we have all of
1: these that still make it worthwhile. Like, that's a bad way to look at this. Yeah. And with how many, I don't know how many reviewer scores there actually were. I mean, there could be hundreds and hundreds of reviewer scores and he just says over hundred scored at eighty or higher, but you know that could be over four hundred scored it at you know sixty or lower. Right, and some guy who just buys
0: this game and decides, oh, this is the greatest game I've ever played, mm-hmm. and scores at a hundred. That doesn't mean anything if there's no context to that score. Yeah. and I don't know
1: that was just really bugged me about this comment but, and I know people did like it. Cause I we, I, we talked to my friend Bryce. Yeah. Who he, as he said, when he got the game, he just shut out all the news and just played the game. Didn't want to read anything about it. Didn't want to know what was going on. He just sat and played the game. And, He's, he really enjoyed the game because he wasn't like, yeah, I think that oh, probably all this drama came out probably did ruin the game probably for some people. Like, oh, you know, now that you bring up the animations are really terrible and which he did say he's like, yeah, you know, you get some little derpy faces here and there, but it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Because there's only a select few characters, Sarah Ryder, unfortunately, that just had really bad facial expressions. Um. And, but he still really enjoyed the game. And as he said, you no, know, it wasn't the best game I played. He's cause he played all the other mass effects. We talked about this with him yeah. and he's, but he's really excited. He's like, it lays a good groundwork for the next game. So
0: we'll see. I don't know. I mean, so when I, when I go and I try to form an opinion about video games, especially now mm-hmm. that I'm talking about them like consistently and trying to make myself sound like, uh somebody you should you should consider as a viable like critic of games uh i like i don't look at any review scores um i try to avoid all press about a game before i try it out
1: yeah
0: um i don't want my image i'm in, i'm in that boat right now i bought prey and i haven't got to play it oh, yet. oh you did buy it yeah i bought it uh and i haven't got to play it yet But I'm basically refusing to look at any news, any gameplay footage, uh, any reviews or anything because I don't want that to sway my opinion. I'm I'm the same way as you. But but that was those that when I got Mass Effect, uh, I had attempted that. It was a little harder with a game that you know with the animations as bad as they were. People were pretty vocal about it. But the thing was, is it was instant to me about this game is not what it should be.
1: I mean, I still want to play Mass Effect. I've already, I mean what it came don't? out March, early March, what was it came out? Uh, yeah, something it's like that. It's already down to 40 bucks. Oh, which Am- is not a good sign. No, which is not a good It's on Amazon like couple only a couple months. That's pretty bad when games are, you know, that've been out for a couple of years are still 60. Yeah. So I mean maybe if you know there's a good deal on it cuz 40 bucks isn't too bad. But I don't know if I really want to still spend $40 on it. But I want I want to return to this game in I a couple still of months. Want to pick it up before the but, next one comes out. But I kind of sp-
0: I kind of stand by the things that they need to fix in that game are
1: not fixable. So, well, we'll dial- see. dialogue and just bad story. Yeah
0: uh but as far as this quote goes that's just that really that really bugged me the way he phrased that um but otherwise they also hinted that and they were they they're working on a new ip and we've kind of known this for a while uh they have they said that they're not ready for an announcement yet but that one will come really soon which is means we'll probably have something at E three. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, especially because, uh, e, I mean, well, they have their thing. EA has their yeah. They have their own press their conference game, play. Oh, they're
1: thing. doing that's right. They're doing their Saturday thing on E three and I'm with not, Snoop Dogg. Is he coming back? I have no idea. But that I want him playing to. some Battlefield one again. I will. I never want an E three without Snoop Dogg. So. Yeah, that's right. They're doing their own thing this year. E3 is going to be way different this year, but whatever. It'll be a wild ride, but we'll...
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got some more E3 news Um, coming up. I mean, so... Actually, let's get to it right now. Yeah. Uh, They said that the PC gaming show is returning. Uh, I mean, this is the third year in a row that they've done this. Uh, It's organized by PC Gamer. I know Intel sponsors it, but... This is exciting. I mean, I, I've always kind of liked it. I think it's a weird thing. Uh, it's kind of its own separate thing from E3. Like, you don't have to pay to get in mm-hmm. and stuff. But, I, I mean, it's cool. It's just such a weird environment because PC is such a varied thing. Like It make, kind of makes sense that Microsoft and Sony, like they have these platforms and stuff. Like, PC, it's a platform, but it's all so customized that it's just so weird. Like, everybody's experience on a PC is different. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, you know, my PC runs really super well and yours doesn't. And... (laughs) That's so, so my yet. my experience with games on my PC is just so much different versus my PS4 and your PS4 run the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that experience is the same between the two of us for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's a weird thing, but I think it's exciting. It it gives more op. It gives more opening for indie developers. I think because. As an indie developer, you kind of go to p c right
1: hmm
0: Because uh, I feel like it's the easiest to like make it's the easiest to develop for, and you don't have to necessarily adhere to a lot of the stuff that Microsoft and Sony wants you to adhere to um and now that Nintendo's trying to increase their indie output as well, but it's just it's a different world. So, they we did talk. So it's the first year that they're letting public people into public people, letting uh, the public, into letting the public E3. into E three this and they're calling it the E three Coliseum. Uh, Is something they announced and this. When we when they first talked about that, I said they need to make it something that's worth it to the people buying their tickets, and I think this is kind of the first announcement that they're like, "Oh, we are doing something." They announced a series of panels hosted by Jeff Keighley, um, Sony, Xbox, Bethesda, Activision, Gearbox, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers, Square Enix, and Jeff himself said, and quote unquote, other surprises. So, I mean this is just their attempt
1: to actually make it viable. Mhm. So, are they they're trying to make it like a PAX. Yeah, I think kind they're tr- I
0: think they're trying to make it more PAX like, which
1: is exactly what they need to do. Yeah. Cuz, you know, the announcements as we've talked about before, there's always a leak here or there, something, something. It's just nice to actually get a hands-on with the games that are coming out cuz then you can really get an impression. Of what to expect. And. You have to rethink your whole model.
0: If the biggest booth. At. Your convention. Ends up being naughty America. Uh, there There were a lot of reports coming out. That said. Like. The floor space was incredibly open. And. There would be these booths of these indie game developers and nobody's there. And then you have Naughty America, this porn VR company, mm-hmm. and the line is gigantic. There's, there's an issue there. And there's an issue there that needs fixed. I don't think stuff like that needs to be included at E3. So. I mean, sure. I'm all for porn and VR. Because anything that the porn industry gets behind succeeds. It's true. Uh, I, that was that was the big thing behind like VHS too. Mm-hmm.
1: The porn industry adopted VHS it. VHS over Betamax. I think Blu-ray and HD. That that was a little DVD. different. I think is the same argument in that though. I'm not an expert, so I won't really. No, know. I'm <laughs> not an expert in my porn history.
0: Uh, but that's the thing, like. If they want to have a booth at E3, sure. I think it's super weird. I I can't imagine <laughs> strapping on a <laughs> VR headset in a crowded
1: room. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> awkward for everyone involved. Uh, but awkward. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna move past that now. So E3 is you know month away, so we will be doing something hopefully special for that
0: yeah we're we're thinking of ways that we're going to cover e3 um and want to get you the most up-to-date the most news the hottest news that we can from boise idaho (laughs) uh which i guess isn't too far away from la but (laughs) yeah it's you know four-hour flight you're fine yeah it's 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 a fairly cheap flight do you want to go to E3? Mm, I don't know. No, probably not. I don't want to go to E3 this year. I got summer school. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's your excuse. Yep. Um. But anyways, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take one last break. And, yeah, we'll be back. So it's time for the Matt Dota minute.
1: I don't know how we keep ending with Dota news. But we end
0: with Dota because Dota is incredibly relevant um, in our society. So the Dota 2 uh, Battle Pass came out. and so the Battle Pass is kind of where they make all of their money for their uh, the international prize pool. And so it's basically like you go in, you buy this. It's this pass that has like different rewards in it and stuff. And then you up, like you get higher levels in that battle pass. You get a battle pass level, um, which doesn't affect your in-game level. I don't know. It's real dumb. It's real stupid. But it makes the money. Um, so if you want to buy the battle pass at level one, it's nine ninety nine. So $9.99. If you want to buy and automatically be at level 75, it's $36.99. And obviously that's the way you have to go because that's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Afterwards, you can purchase more levels. It's about 50 cents per level. Obviously, if you buy them in bulk, you get more off. Um, Since last week... When they announced this, I think this was last Thursday, they have raised uh, the the prize pool is seven million dollars, six hundred or seven million six hundred ninety thousand two hundred ninety dollars um, that was as of this morning. that's insane. yeah, and so the crazy thing is, only 25 percent of what they make goes into that pool. So then where does the rest of the money go? To Gaben, obviously. Dang. Uh, this is why Valve doesn't need to make more games. And we
1: are starting a uh, level system for the Dry Spell Radio. Level 1 starts at 9 99
0: <laughs> A level 1 supporter starts at nine ninety nine a, a week. I don't know. Um but the cool thing about this is they also announced a new co-op campaign, which is something they've never done in Dota. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's called Siltbreaker. Breaker. Uh, it comes in two acts. The first act is coming sometime this month. And then the second act comes sometime in July. And it's three people. And you go, and I guess it's basically because it's going to kind of be that RTS thing. So, basically, it's becoming Warcraft. Oh. Um, Because that's all Dota is anyways. Dota was literally a Warcraft mod. Oh, I did not know that, actually. That's where Dota came from. Dota 1 was just a mod of Warcraft, and it took off, and then League of Legends came out, and a couple others that not a ton of people play. Mm -hmm. And then Dota 2 they made, and then Valve bought them, or it was vice versa, I think Valve bought them, and then made Dota 2. But anyways, that's what Dota came from. So now it's returning to its roots, and it is now a Warcraft game again. Um, And so you can get, like, there's different rewards for doing this, Uh, like the cute little desert baby Roshan. Uh it looks adorable. Oh. I know. Uh it's nice and feel goody. So that's out. Um I'll probably get a battle pass this year. I haven't yet. But I'm going all out. I mean I'm going to the international. I might as well. I still need to buy my plane tickets.
1: You don't have your plane tickets yet? I no. thought you had the
0: I if thought you had it, everything
1: but the hotel.
0: No, I got the hotel. Oh, okay. I haven't bought my plane ticket yet. I I know. I need to do it. I need to just do it. Um,
1: better hurry, because the price is going to go up soon. Yeah. Well, they probably already have. But more. If they go up too much, I'll just drive. It's true. It's really <laughs> not too far away. No. And you've already done that drive, so.
0: And I'm doing it again in a month. Why? Uh, a Concert. I'm going to a oh. concert up there okay. in June. But then then if i go to pax like it's a Seattle again oh my it's a Seattle again i'm going to spend a lot of time in seattle this year apparently but otherwise i that's really all we have this week again i mean wrapping up or like ramping up to e3 i think a lot of stuff's going to start coming out within the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. and it'll be a little bit more exciting uh right now it's it's kind of it's kind of quiet but which isn't a bad thing. We can't have just hit after hit every single week, and considering it's, our setup right now, it's probably, for it's the, probably best. the best, well, especially like if you look at the beginning of the year, I mean we
1: were so overwhelmed with the amount of games coming out,, mm-hmm. and we we're like brand new to this, so it was just like a little <laughs> felt a little crazy, but I think we've got our rhythm down. For the yeah, most part, bit. for the most part, where we can we start to handle it. So yeah, um, and I mean we'll be really tested at E3 time. So yeah, th- E3 is going to be fun. Uh, I'm excited
0: for it. Uh, so if you have emails for us, uh, shoot them to us, uh, dryspellradio at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter, dryspell underscore vg, and yeah, just just do those things. Ask us questions. I don't know.
1: I don't know. What do you tell us stories? What do you expect at E three? What do you ask us what we expect at E uh, three? Stuff like that. Anything. You know. Anything you want. Anything.
0: Um, let's end. So the game's coming out this week. Uh tomorrow, Minecraft for Switch comes out. Um I'm amazed that's still a thing, but it is. It is. Next week, uh we have Injustice two coming out. And I'm
1: really, really excited for this. Really? This might be the game I buy Really? Right off the gate. Okay, cool. I well, I got the first one. Actually, I originally had the Injustice app for my iPad, and I played that religiously to the point where I was, like, top in the country <laughs> on online battles. And then I got the Gold Edition of on the PS4. I think, honestly, I might have even had it on PS3. I don't remember. But I got the Gold Edition on PS4, and my brother and I played that so much is a ton of fun because it, it's a different style of fighting game It's ne- from nether realm so people right. did mortal kombat but it's different than mortal kombat right which is kind of cool that they can mix they can change up fighting games between the two different things and the fact that it's just you know all superhero characters is really cool yeah and, i mean i don't care about that i just want a good fighting game uh, and it looks good and there's a ton of characters in this one so i'm really looking forward to that yeah yeah cool so that's my, um, that's my thing Farpoint comes out next week for PSVR. And if you have a PSVR, this is a game you probably need to have. It looked really
0: cool. They showed this off last year at E3. And I kind of forgot about it mm-hmm. until I saw it was coming out. And I remembered, oh, yeah, this looked real rad. Yeah, it's like a first-person shooter. shooter on Mars, I Yeah, think is what it is. And it's, uh, it's one of those that, like, look over there and press this button, and you'll transport
1: over there. Mm-hmm. But it looks pretty cool. I'm going to see if... I'm sure Jason will probably pick that up. Maybe no, probably. Go get some time p- playing it. Yeah. Because um, it
0: looks really fun. And then Thumper comes out next week for Switch. And if you remember, Thumper was a... It was a harmonics rhythm game that came out last year. Uh, and it was pretty good. So, it's coming out for the Switch.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Other than that, I think we're pretty done for the day.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get some more news in this next week again.
0: This is this is the first show that's going to be under an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially because the radio, like when we're live on the radio, we're supposed to be under an hour. Yeah, we're like pressured <laughs> to be at an hour, and we usually go
1: over. But no one comes into the studio after us. But yeah. That's just crazy. And I know there's stuff coming up here shortly. I know I've mentioned it before. I think the Destiny gameplay reveal. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's next Thursday. So we're not going to be able to cover that unless we we do like a quick little recording session. No. Probably not. So we won't cover that till like the 24th, unfortunately. That's fine. I mean, so again, I mean, stuff's going to start
0: happening. Mm hmm. Everybody wants to make their E3 presence special. And so the way to do that really is to get people excited and kind of, kind of hinting at things mm-hmm. is going to do that. Absolutely. So I, I'm going to call it a day uh, Getting a little hungry before up. the piano starts again. I'm a little hungry over here too. Yeah. It's lunchtime. Yeah. Let's, let's go
1: eat some food. Mm hmm. Um yeah, for me, I thanks for listening, guys. Yes, thank you. Please please like our SoundCloud page, please share it with people. Definitely. Send it
0: to your parents, send it to your grandma. Send it to your coworkers. You never know. Send it to that prince in uh Africa that's willing to send you 20 million dollars for your social security number. Yeah.